Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I am absolutely over the moon for this episode because we have the one and only Running Jocelyn on for this episode. She is a big-time TikToker. She has over 100K followers. She is about to run her 10th marathon this year and her fifth Boston marathon. She's got so many fun stories, and this was such a fun episode to record. So just sit back and relax, and we'll just jump into this episode. All right. I'm so excited to have the one and only running Jocelyn R from TikTok for interviewing today. Um, She and I kind of started chatting on TikTok, but I started following her a long time ago when I first joined TikTok. Um, I love her videos. She is super inspiring. She's got like over a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. She's a mom. She has a dog that I'm sure you'll hear in this (laughs) podcast, but um, I'm going to hand it off to Jocelyn to properly introduce herself, but genuinely such an honor to have her on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. I'm really excited. So, and you pretty much got everything right. I, um, I have three kids. I, um, have two dogs actually only one of them is a barker though. So, (laughs) (laughs) so the other one's probably sleeping. This one does not sleep anyhow. Um, and for like my normal life, my job is we own a campground. So we're actually closed right now for the season, but we do open up again in the spring. Um, I have been running, it's actually going on 10 years. I was looking back wow. at some of my, my medals and, uh, cause I always say like, Oh, I think I've been around for like eight or nine years, but it's really 10. <laughs> so, mm, but, um, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I never, ever, never would have guessed that I would, would become a marathon runner. Like that was never, never even in my brain anywhere, you know? So I don't think anyone really kind of, you know, I mean, maybe some people when they're young think, you know, they want to run a marathon one day. And I think I've spoken about that in a podcast episode or a TikTok before, but I think I always kind of similarly, I never really thought I would be capable of a marathon, but it was like one of those like life goals, sort of like bucket list type things. And then, you know, you fast forward to now and you're like, oh shoot, I've got a couple of marathons under my belt now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going on uh, marathon number 10. So very soon. Yeah. You've got Boston coming up very soon. Yeah. Very soon. But the way, so how I got started in running, like I ran in high school. I, um, but I wasn't really like a serious competitive runner or anything. Like I ran because my friends were running. I did track and cross country. I played basketball too. Like basketball was my sport, you know? Mm. So I kind of, um, just ran to stay out of trouble and to stay active and, and ready for basketball. After I graduated high school, I graduated in uh, 96, long, long time ago. (laughs) I kind (laughs) of gave up running. Like, you know, that was it. Like I didn't run anymore. So fast forward a few years, actually like right about the time we bought our campground, I was like, Oh, I'm going to try to get back into running again. Mm -hmm. So I think I don't know. It didn't stick. I think I ran for like two months, maybe tops. And it was like, it was awful. Like I wasn't 
very good at it. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> granted back then I didn't have any way to like track it or anything. Um, but I remember like, this was like, what made me quit was I, <laughs> I went out for a run and I'm like, all right, this is going to be great. It's just like a quick loop. It'll be fine. Great. And I'm in the middle of this run and I swear to God, I was like, this has to be like eight or 10 miles. This is the longest I've ever ran before. Like I am dying. This is rough. And uh, come to find out it was like not even four miles. Like, like that's the run now that I do for like my, my warm up or if I'm trying to add miles or something to to a run. Like that's the loop that I do. But it was like, after that, I was like, I I can't do this anymore. I can't. Mm. So I hung up my running shoes for a very long time, probably for like another, like, I don't know, seven or 10 years or whatever. And then I, one of my friends, he was like, Hey, I, the warrior dash is going to be close by. Like we should all run the warrior dash. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Like there's probably like eight or nine of us none of us were any kind of runner or athlete. Like, you know, we're all adults, you know, kids married, whatever. And, um, like, yeah, this is a great idea. Let's, let's do this warrior dash, you know? (laughs) So it's like an obstacle run, you know, I think it was like a 5k with, with obstacles. And I said to my husband, I was like, you know what? I think I'm actually going to try to train for this because I don't want to, to like go out there and, and, die, (laughs) you know, like I can't, like, I would actually like to see if I can, if I could train and and see how I do. Mm. So I went to Kohl's and I bought a pair of new, new balance running shoes off the clearance rack. I don't, I don't even know. They were nothing fancy. I was just like, (laughs) I need running shoes. And I went out for my first run and maybe it was like a little over a mile. And I came back and my husband was like, Oh, how was it? How was it? And I was like, we're all going to die. <laughs> like there is no way we're going to be able to run three miles with obstacles and like survive, forget mm. it. So he was like, did you run the whole, the whole time? And I was like, yeah, I did. It wasn't pretty and it wasn't fast, but yeah, I certainly did. So I trained for the warrior dash for like three months, whatever it was. And then after that, I was kind of like, I've come this far. Like, why am I going to stop now? You know, Mm -hmm. like I, let's see what I can do. But even at that point, I didn't really, I wasn't doing anything super consistent. Like I I would take like rainy days off. If it was too foggy, I'd be like, oh, I can't run in the fog. Like Mm -hmm. it was very like inconsistent. I never did any kind of speed work or anything like that, you know, and I, I, and I never even really raced more after the warrior dash. Like I just ran and that, that was it. I was happy with that, you know? Mm. Um, so then after, and this, that was after my, my second baby. Mm. So after her, well, she, she actually ran with me a little bit. Like I, I ran with her. She was a little bit older. She was probably like two or three <laughs> maybe, but I would push her in the stroller here and there. But then after I got pregnant with my third baby, I had been running for a while at that point. And, um, I had signed up for my first half marathon. He was born in January. My first half marathon was that following September. Wow! So I joined an online, like a running group on Facebook through some friends and stuff. And, um, like they were really great. They were really supportive and it was, it was a good, it was good, you know? So come time for the, um, half marathon, I went out and my first half marathon, I think I ran like a 137 or 138 or something. Wow. Like I, I, but I was clueless. 
like absolutely clueless. <laughs> like I had, I had no idea. That you is know? a like, crazy time. I, well, now I know I was like, oh yeah. But back then I was like, I, I don't know. Literally I was, I was clueless, but I remember, so there's this guy in this online running group and like, he was like, everybody loved him. Like he was like the runner of the runners and he was just like amazing. And I remember during this half marathon, I'm like running along doing my thing. And I see somebody with the the shirt on and I was like, Oh, I'm going to go say hi to them. Mm. So I get up next to him and it's this guy that like everybody loves. And I'm like, Hey, great job. You're doing fantastic. Whatever. And I, I passed him. And I remember like, just being like, oh, I, am I allowed to pass him? Like, I don't know. Is that is that okay to do? Is that like, illegal? <laughs> this, yeah, like this is like the guy. Like everybody, like, can I pass? <laughs> is that okay to do? So I passed him, and then um, I finished the race, and I saw him. Now after that race, like I literally, my legs were like jello. Like I couldn't think. Like I was, I was a mess. Like it was, it was, it was funny. But I saw him after the race. And I like went up to him. I'm like, I am so sorry. I passed you. Like why I had to even apologize. I don't know. And he was like, he was like, that's okay. (laughs) You don't have to apologize. (laughs) I was like, okay. Okay. So anyway, so after that, our campground closed in October and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out for a run. I'm going to push Wyatt in the stroller and we're just going to run. And I ended up running 15 miles pushing him in the stroller. Oh my gosh. And I used to be so fast with that stroller. And now <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know how I did it. Like, I honestly, I have no idea. I don't think I can do it anymore. But anyway, so I ran 15 miles and then I posted about it in my running group. And there are a few people that were like, if you can run 15 miles pushing a stroller, like you can run a marathon. And a I, thousand was like, percent. I was like, get out of here. Like I, it was never even a thought in my mind. Actually, when I ran that half marathon, I remember there was a point in the race that I was like, and people do this for 13 more miles. Yeah, like I thought the no, same thing. You. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I was like, no, no, thank you. So when they, they started to like, you know, gentle, positive, pure pressure, pressuring, I guess, you know, but they were like, you can definitely run a marathon. So one of my friends, he was like, the Philadelphia marathon is coming up in November. He was like, all you have to do is add a couple of long runs and you'll be good to go. And I was like, oh my God, that's insane. That was like a few weeks away, you know, like five or six weeks, if that. And he's like, you can do it. You can do it. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And I remember like talking to my husband about it and I'm like, can I do this? Like, I I just don't know. And uh, he was like, why not? Like, let's go for it. We were actually good. It was the, the marathon was like, right before Thanksgiving. And we were heading South for Thanksgiving to visit family anyway. So we're like, we'll just stop in Philly on the way, run the marathon, and then we'll continue on our trip. So I was like, all right, we'll do that. That's cool. So, you know, I, I think I trained officially for Philly in like five weeks. It, it wasn't a very long time, you know, wow. from the day I signed up until race day. And I remember another one of my running buddies, like after a couple of like pretty decent long runs. He, he, he was like, if you keep running like that, you'll qualify for Boston. And I'm like, I I don't even know. I was like, that sounds really cool and all, but again, like I was clueless, Mm -hmm. clueless. Like I didn't really follow anybody on any kind of social media or anything. Like I just ran because that's, I like to do it. You know, like there was nothing, like I had no real goals or anything. So 
I was like, all right, somebody was helping me train. Like she gave me a program and everything to follow. And, and she said to me, walk through the rest, the, the water stops. Like, if you feel like you need to just walk through the water stops. And I was like, all right, I, I don't know. So I'll walk through the water stops. So that's, that's what I did. And looking back at it, I probably didn't really need to. Mm-hmm. And um, so for that race, I did actually qualify for Boston and, but just because you qualify for Boston doesn't mean you get in. So mm. I applied and I missed out by like 38 seconds wow. of actually getting into Boston. So that's kind of what started the fire. <laughs> like if, <laughs> I can see if I'm, if I'm that close, like I can probably get a BQ, like just yeah. don't walk through the water stops, you know, like that's, yeah. I probably can do it. So then through the the running group that I was on, um, I got a charity bib for the New York City Marathon the following fall. So I did all my fundraising and and all that and went and ran New York and got my BQ that would get me in. And that's kind of where it all started. So yeah. And it's brought you, it's brought you to where you are now. And um, I, I watched all of your TikToks through your most recent Boston. And I know you're preparing mm-hmm. for Boston this year. Tell us about what Boston was like this past year. Cause you've done all this, you know, this journey and this training. Um, you said how many mar- marathons you've done at this point? I have this Boston will be my 10th official mm. Boston uh, official marathon, my fifth Boston 10th marathon. So, wow. yeah, it's, it's been a few, it's been mm. a few, but this, this Boston, it was so <laughs> it was my first like race back from since COVID Mm. and when COVID hit, like it really, I, I was in a funk literally for like a year Mm. and I would go out there every day and I would still run because I knew, you know, the races and everything would be back someday, but it was rough. Like Mm. mentally, I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Like I'm, I'm training hard for what, like it was, it was mentally really, really rough. Like I, I, and I wasn't just in a funk with running. I think like most people during COVID, I was kind of in a funk in life, you know, like it was, it wasn't a fun time. So coming to, so I did the virtual Boston, which Mm. was like virtual races are rough. Like they they really are like, I, Mm. I did all right with it, but it was rough. So coming to this past Boston, um, like I, I was still training. I trained really hard all summer and I had like pretty big goals and I didn't hit my goals. <laughs> like it was, it happens, you know, but it was, it was a good race. Like there is something about the Boston marathon. Like it's, it's like no other. Well, New York is pretty close. I always go back and forth between which one I like better, New York or Boston. They're yeah. so close. <laughs> they're, they're both, they're both incredible for different reasons, but they're both on um, my list. So, oh yeah. 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 You, you, you'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> That's cool. Like I have to be honest, like running for a charity and you've done it before. Yeah. Yeah. That, Boston children's actually. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. But it just adds like another element to the oh, yeah. training, you know, because if you don't raise the money, you got, <laughs> you know, like you're, you're bound to that. So it's kind of like stressful in that yeah. regard too, where it's like, and then I have a friend that, um, he was running for a charity, um, in Boston a few years ago and he got injured 
Mm. And he didn't even get to run and he had to raise like $10,000 and he didn't even run the wow. race. So uh-huh. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like it's, that's rough. That's it, it just stressful. adds another element. Yeah. Yeah. yeah super but, stressful. How yeah. I've heard that Boston is hilly though, because I had some of my teammates on the Boston children's team, like a load of them. We met at a pub like a few nights before the actual race day for the London marathon this past mm-hmm. year. And a bunch of them were like, yep. Right after London marathon, we're hopping on a plane. We've got our COVID tests ready and we're hopping on a plane yeah. and we're doing Boston next weekend. And I was like, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. I was like, these yeah. people are all like <laughs> full adults too. They have families. And, and I just like that. Yeah. I think that's the part that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. There was, um, Mine too. Uh, there was a one of my old bosses she was like similar to you mom of three um you know has a family and stuff and she was kind of the person that pushed me to try for a marathon it was just after I ran my first half and she was like if I can do it you can do it and I was like but I just I don't know how you do it how did you do it three marathons and I always think too like if you can run a half marathon you can run a full marathon but yeah anyway but back-to-back marathons like that I don't know how people do it no. I honestly, God, don't like, I don't care how fast, how, whatever, like it's, it is such a taxing event for your body. Like, I don't know how they do it. And so many people did this past fall. So yeah, God I don't know if it but... was like COVID maybe, or just like wanting to get it out while, yeah. while the races were happening in person. But I don't think I ran after London for about four days. And then even then it was like, I was just testing the waters to see if my legs still worked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but imagine like knowing you have another marathon in just oh. like a week or whatever, whatever it is. That's yeah. Crazy. So tell me, tell me how you got into TikTok and like, that's totally blown up and you're so I love also you have to tell me how in the world do you manage to like film yourself and talk at the same like you sound like you're taking a walk in the park every single video I've shown well all my friends so before TikTok I was doing like a YouTube channel it never really got too big or anything and but I ended up like having some issues with my computer and it kind of like wasn't able to like edit my videos and stuff. So Mm. I kind of put it off to the side and I was like, I'll get back to this. I'll get back to like two years later. And I still haven't gone back to it yet. But, um, so (laughs) I, I kind of had like the practice from that, you know, um, but I mean, it's just me and my, I have a pop socket on the back of my phone and that's it. I mean, when I record, I really only do it for like, a handful of seconds at a time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I might say like a few things and then if a car is coming or if there's something, you know, like I'll, I'll stop recording and then I'll, I'll pick it back up, you know, a couple seconds later. So I guess maybe that kind of helps with it too. I don't know. I but. mean, I, I do the same and I've only ever recorded a few times when I'm out running, because I think for me, like living in a big city as well, it's just like so overwhelming to have like so many people around. But yeah. I think even then it's yeah. like, I don't know if my phone just picks up too much wind or what, but like genuinely every single video you make, it just sounds like such a walk in the park and you're just talking about like whatever's on your mind, yeah. but it sounds well. so effortless. <laughs> Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's did not you, always, but you know, did you really get into it in like during COVID and the pandemic? Um, yeah, like I think I I kind of I think my kids turned me on to TikTok in the beginning, mm. but I never I but I just kind of like watched videos. I might have posted like some random stuff here and there, you know, nothing big. 
Um, but then I was like, you know what, why don't I just turn this into running, you know? And, and like, I'm on Instagram and I definitely like follow the running community on Instagram as well. But to me, I just feel like TikTok is different yeah. than Instagram. Like, I feel like Instagram, I'll go on Instagram and I'll scroll and I'll be like, okay, this is great. And then by the time I get off Instagram, I'm like, I'm such a terrible runner. All these people <laughs> do so well and I stink at it. And they all yeah. look so, so like, I feel like in that regard, like Instagram is more like, and I mean, maybe it's just my, my own brain, but I just kind of feel like Instagram is more of like the highlight reel. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and like, I feel like with TikTok, I don't know, like, I, I just like, Every time I, I watch, like, I love all your videos. Anytime I watch anybody, anybody on TikTok, I'm like, this is so great. Like, I love these people. They're, they're awesome. Everybody's out there like doing their thing. And it's like, I, I don't know. I feel it's like very real, I think. And like, yeah, very genuine. like, mm-hmm. I know you've made videos as well about like, I think I saw your video once about just like, you know, I woke up today and I'm just not feeling very good just mm-hmm. not having a good day and that sort of thing. And like people like Nicole, I think she does like the below average running and yeah. like finding people like that who are just like very much like, you know, Hey, I'm going to be real about it. I'm going to be honest about it. Like this is my pace. And I want to show you that like, not everyone's going to run a six minute mile and not everyone. Right. Cause I used to be really insecure about like my pace and stuff. Cause I used to be like slower than I was now, but even then like the speeds only built up like so little just over time. Right. But I think like I, when I was first starting out, it's really easy to compare yourself to people who are oh, super, yeah. super fast. And like, mm-hmm. those are the people that you see on Instagram. Like there's a kid yes. from my high school and he did this ASICS ad with, and he used to do, he was a crazy, crazy cross country guy. And he recently posted something on Instagram being like, Hey, look, I was in an ASICS ad. And it's like, okay, well, I, I went to the shops today and I bought my groceries. Because <laughs> everybody's just, you know, in an ASICS ad. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I agree with you. I think mm-hmm. Instagram is, it's, there is something about TikTok that like, at first, I think like very beginning of 2020 was when I first kind of got into it and like Mm -hmm. started just scrolling with it, posted random videos here and there. But I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. I don't really, I don't, I didn't really understand it at that point. But I think once I found like the runner side of TikTok, it was, it was a very different feel to Mm -hmm. what you see on Instagram and other sort of social media apps. It feels a lot more like relatable and real. And it's right. people like, you know, this is my genuine journey and this is my genuine training. And today was a bad day, but tomorrow I'm going to try again. And mm-hmm. no one's going to tell you yeah. that on Instagram, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, and I know like on Instagram, it's probably mostly the people that I follow, but even at that, like people pop up. And, and like when I was sick, I was just sick a couple of weeks ago. I had a nasty mm. stomach bug. It was like, I would scroll through Instagram and I'd be like, I'm never going to feel better again. Like mm. all these people are out there, they're all racing and they're doing this, that, and the other thing. And I'm laying here in bed, <laughs> you know, oh. like, I'm like, this is so I, and I did put in a post on Instagram about that too. I was like, if you're sick or you're injured right now, I promise you it's going to get better. Like yeah. you see all these happy people out there running, doing their thing and you're like I just can't like there's it happens you know and I'm yeah I don't know no it's 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 a thing and I I got COVID in September so it was like a month out from the London Marathon and I think initially in my head I was like oh no this is gonna mess up my training and I don't Mm -hmm. I don't want to share this 
I think I was more hesitant to like share it on Instagram than TikTok because with TikTok, it's like, you know, at least I can make this relatable and people have injuries or they get ill right before a race. They can know Mm -hmm. that like, you know, rest assured you can still perform and you can still race on race day, you know, as long as you rest. And I think that I've learned more about like the importance of resting and like listening to your body and that sort of thing from TikTok rather than Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I still go on Instagram, but it's just not like, I don't know. I'll, mm. I'll turn to TikTok before Instagram yeah. any day. But TikTok <laughs> is funny though, because I actually went viral on TikTok, I think maybe like last year and it had absolutely nothing to do with running. So the video, <laughs> it, like, and it, it was ridiculous because I was like trying to get to 10,000 10, followers for so long. And mm. even now, like but my follower account, like I will keep getting new followers left and right. But every time I get a new follower, it seems like I lose like Mm. a follower too. And Mm. I don't know why it does that. Like I'm assuming that it's like clearing out accounts that are inactive or whatever, but it's like, it's like, it's kind of frustrating. So mm. I was like struggling to get to 10,000 followers. I'm like, I just want 10,000 followers. <laughs> so I, my son, my oldest son, he's uh, 14 now. He actually had COVID last, last winter mm. and he lost his taste in his smell. Oh, and one no. of my friends was like, give him an onion and see what'll happen. Like have him bite into an onion. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to record this. So that's exactly what I did. And it, I mean, it wasn't really anything like <laughs> so random and he yeah. bites into the onion and I'm like, what does it taste like? He's like nothing. I'm like, what does nothing taste like? Like, I don't understand. But um, yeah, so that's, that's the video that went viral. Mm. And like it, it's so funny, but I think it was all like the young teenage girls because they all thought he was cute. And I was getting messages, I was getting messages left and right. And I'm like, oh my God, this kid, like whatever, but don't tell him. So yeah. Oh, he knows. Cause he went from like, he went from like a couple hundred followers to like 30 something followers, basically overnight, 30,000 followers overnight. Yeah. So he knows (laughs) the ladies are after him. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was funny, but go figure that's the video that goes viral, but I got over 10,000 followers. So that's crazy. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's kind of, yeah. I think that's where I'm trying to get to at the moment, but I think it's, I think it's just a mix of what I've heard is just consistency. And I think I'm just, I think it's just become like a fun thing for me outside of work to do and to kind of like connect with people and yeah, just, I it's, it kind of feels like this where you kind of just meet other people in real life that you meet online, but it's like people that are like genuine and, you know, you kind of follow each other's journeys and it's quite cool Mm -hmm. to kind of like just chat, but yeah, Yeah. no, I love it, but it's, you gotta stick with it. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. So much talk about social media. Why don't you um, take a chance to just share your different social medias and I'll also be sharing them in the show notes of the podcast episodes so the people can find you if they don't know about you already, but I'm sure they already do. But (laughs) why don't you share? Um, On TikTok, I am the running Jocelyn R. And on Instagram, I am not, I keep saying I have to fix that and I never do. Um, But I think it's... um, JLR090906 on Instagram. Okay. Okay. 
I'm going to have to, I'm going to check. I'm going to check because I also yeah, have to follow I'll, you. I'll double check too. But I will, I yeah, I'll grab that and I'll put it all in the show notes um, of the episode. Cool. And yeah, no, it's been an honor to have you on and just chat. And this has been really fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you, you have, have any questions? Like, yeah, it's JLR090906. That's okay. my official Instagram. Perfect. Well, do you have, I was just going to say last point. If there are people here that are like first time runners that were in your position, you know, when you were kind of started running and then you stopped and you started and you stopped, what would like your one piece of advice be to like, you know, old or like younger you that was struggling to get into running or people that are just in general, you know, they want to get into running, but they keep hitting that wall. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing is to stick with it, stick with it, stay consistent don't overwhelm yourself because I really think, and I say this often, like don't overwhelm yourself. I think for me, it's like, if I'm overwhelmed, chances are, I'm just going to stop, you know, like if it's too overwhelming, like I'm just going to throw my hands up and be like, I can't do this. Like there's, it's just, it's too much. So I, I say, stick with it. You have to stay consistent. It doesn't matter if you have a coach, if you just are out running, if you find a plan online somewhere, stick with it. Like, and I feel like that's, you know, if you're marathon training, whatever plan you're following, stick with it because you have to, you have to stay consistent. I mean, you know how many days there are that I'm like, I don't want to run today. I have a headache. <laughs> so like, many, you know, like I, I just don't want to do it. Like if I skipped all of the days that I wanted to, like, I could guarantee you, I would not be where I am today. Like mm. whether it's the weather, like you can't wait for the perfect weather conditions because no. that there, you know, there's no perfect weather conditions. Like this morning, I, the wind was terrible. We got some snow overnight. It turned into rain. It was mucky. It was slushy. It was nasty, Ugh. but it was like, it was like 40 degrees, which was weird because it's been so cold. So it was, it was definitely not the perfect conditions, but I'm like, I'm going to go do my, my run, get my nice, easy run done. And it was, it was good. Like I had a nice run, you know? So just because the weather is crappy, don't, don't use that as an excuse. You got to keep going, you know, like no matter what, stay consistent and just, you know, maybe get a good pair of shoes, go to a running store, get fitted for the right shoes, but definitely stay consistent. Don't get overwhelmed. I mean, anybody can do it if you want to do it. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that you can really never expected to be a marathon runner myself. So (laughs) I've said that before too, but yeah, like you can definitely, can definitely do it. So I'm always open. Like if anybody has ever has any like questions or anything, they can always contact me. And I'm usually pretty good about getting back, you know, my, my real life doesn't get in the way, but (laughs) you know, like I I just want, I want to see everybody be the best that they can be, you know, which I think is another thing about, about TikTok. Like, I love it when people tell me like, you're so inspiring. Like I ran my first two miles in years because I've been watching, like, that means so much to me because like, I I don't know, it's just so cool to see people like get back into it or get into running because they watch me and they think that I, me, I'm inspiring, you know, like it's, (laughs) it's just pretty cool. 
No, it is. Yeah. It's, it's just that idea of knowing that like you've inspired someone somewhere in the world to Mm -hmm. get up off the couch today or get out of bed today and just go out. Even if it's just for a mile or two, I think that's all you need to start. Exactly. You do. And and I mean, a mile is a long way. (laughs) If you really think about it, like it's pretty far. Like you just go straight. So like, I I hate saying like, oh, I just did five miles, like whatever. Cause (laughs) it's like, that's still pretty far, (laughs) you know, but anyway, I just wish that I can inspire my own children as much mm. as I inspire people <laughs> out in TikTok land, but Aww. maybe someday. Yeah. But. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. A big, massive thank you to Jocelyn for coming onto the podcast. It was such a fun time just chatting. I will leave all of her links in the show notes and ways that you can get in touch with her. Make sure to follow her. And I will also have links to my fundraiser. I am running with Alzheimer's Society this year in the Paris and Berlin Marathon. So please do check out those links and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.